Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. All right, guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Um, I've got the pleasure to be joined today by the founder of My Goals, Adam Jellick. Adam, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Danny. Now, nah, pleased to be on. Looking mate, forward to the chat. So am I, mate. I'm actually sitting here at the um, at the laptop with my get shit done weekly desk pad that I've just filled out this morning with my um, <laughs> with my goals and gratitude and everything. So, um, you know, I've been using your products obviously for <laughs> for a while now, and um, I, as you would know, if you've heard a few of the episodes on the podcast, I talk a lot about how important it is to not only set goals, but even just journaling and, um, and setting daily, daily goals as well as long-term um, and using your, your journal and your, your diary for writing down things that you're grateful for and whatnot. So, you know, it's definitely probably since about 2017, I reckon, is when I first started to use journals or diaries and it's been a game changer for me. So you must, yeah. you must get a lot of people that um, contact you or people that know of you, or even the brand that send in messages telling telling you how much of an impact, you know, your products have been able to have on them and their lives? Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's, it's been quite a surprise. I mean, obviously running a stationary business, you know, everyone thought it would all go digital and everyone would be using their, their phones and that. But it, it's funny to see the consumer, they're going back to sort of using notebooks, journals, um, planners. Um, so to get messages of people saying, you know, your products have helped me set goals, not only set goals, but achieve them. Um, it, it's such a humbling, humbling thing, and I'm, and I'm sure you can sort of relate to it. Being a personal trainer, you know, getting people telling you how you've changed their life or improved their life, it's, it's, there's nothing really better out there. Um, so that's, yeah, it's, it's definitely a great thing. Hundred percent, and you know, I've said a number of times on the show, like there's weeks where you feel like nothing's going right, or you're doing all this, putting in all this effort for no real reward, and it takes that one message or one person to come up to you and tell you that your content or you know your product or whatever has had an impact, and it it does make it all worth it. So, uh, mate, hats off to you. The products are unreal, and um, and as you touched on, like, it. there is a lot of stuff that we can and probably should be doing digitally these days, but you know, the one thing that will remain constant for me and, and I really try and push it for everyone I talk to really is to have that physical journal or notepad or whatever it is to actually write that down in the morning. I think the the act of physically doing it yourself and having it there on paper and, and having to make it part of your daily routine and go to the effort to actually write it down and revisit it and all that type of stuff, I think it's you can't beat it. Like there's stuff I write down in my phone that fuck up never look at it again i write in my notes and go oh yeah i'm gonna look at that every day and can't remember what it is about i read i read a note on my phone the other day and i said what the fuck i don't even know what this is about <laughs> <laughs> well it, it, it makes sense right in terms of you know there's so much we're, we're distracted you know there's so much disruption these days you know phone it's there's always something pinging there's always something that gets your attention essentially so when you actually take a pen and paper you've got something tangible in your hand and you sit down you actually focus on the task at hand as opposed to being distracted from messages, you know, social media, whatever it may be. So I think, yeah, I think people are realizing that digital and, and you know, tech-based products are fantastic, but, you know, the, the physical tangible product actually helps them, you know, clear that clutter in their head and, and go back to doing the things they should be doing. So, yeah, I've seen a lot of people and they're like, you know, what do you think of digital? You know, isn't that going to take over you guys doing that? But then they tell me they also use a notebook. So mm. I've seen the use of like a hybrid user, so obviously we're going to keep digital products. You know, we're going to have our phones with us to you know 
put in dates or appointments. But I think what we're seeing with the consumer is that people are starting to use journals to complement it. So I, I call them the hybrid user. So, and I think it's here to stay and um, it's good for business for us. Um, but um, yeah, it's, and it's, it's impactful as well. So it does make a difference. And you realise when you do it, you've just nailed it on the head in terms of you see the difference. Just writing out your goals for the day, writing out your gratitude, your to-do list. It just takes that weight off you. Um, and you just sort of kickstart your day feeling like, you know what, you've got some sense of control. And, um, you know, what we're going through now, I think that sense of control is what we all need. Mm. And that's what a lot of people are missing. I think, um, you know, when I talk yeah. to people that run a business, or particularly successful businesses and stuff like that, I, I love to ask or find out like what the purpose was for starting the business in the first place. Um, you know, for most majority of successful businesses, it's not just to make money. There's obviously a purpose and a why behind it. So when you started out, mate, what was the, what was the reason that you started my goals and um, how did that all evolve? So like most people and probably, you know, most people you've interviewed, it was a problem solution. Um, I couldn't find, I used to set goals since I was 16. So growing up, my big goal was to be a professional soccer player. Um, 16, 17, that was sort of the, the, the road that I was on. Um, and that's when I started to set goals. So I was playing the old National League and the youth team, youth team vice captain, you know, had big grand ambitions to play in the National League. Um, trained with the seniors, but didn't make it in the end. But at the same time, I started setting goals to sort of give me that edge. Um, so throughout the years, uh, I kept journals, I kept writing my goals in there um, on scrap pieces of paper. But then I got to a point, I remember I was doing a, I was working at the Australian Institute of Fitness as a personal training sales, sales rep, um, selling personal training courses. And we had this session where the, the teacher goes, take out a scrap piece of paper and write your goals on them. And then my light bulb moment was, shit, I've, I've been doing this for a few years. But the, you know, what I find difficult is the fact that you, know, you lose that scrap piece of paper. It doesn't look good. It's not aesthetically pleasing. So that was my light bulb. It's like, you know what, I'm going to create my own goal-setting diary slash journal. You know, something was structured the way I find fits my personal routine and something that looks good. So it was just literally in the beginning, it was just I need to create this journal for me to set goals, to help me set track and achieve my goals. So that's essentially where it started. In the beginning, it wasn't I'm going to start a business from this. When I first created it, you get that sample product, you start using it, and then you realize, you know what, I might see, you know, if, if I can sell this thing. So then I started approaching bookstores. Um, they liked the idea, it was quite novel at the time. and um, yeah, that's, that's essentially where the business started from. You know, I always told people I didn't start this to, to make money in the beginning. Um, mm. You know, starting a stationery business, you know, there's, there's other ways to make money. So um, <laughs> it was more of a passion project. That's awesome. And I think it's so important as well that even once you get to the point where you are now, where you are, the business is doing extremely well and, and people are becoming more and more aware of your brand and, and what you guys are about, um, that the purpose still stays for you know, the purpose still stays to be able to serve people um, and not, not to make money. You know, obviously we have goals in making money. You'd be, if you, if you talk to someone and they tell yeah, you they don't yeah. want to make money, they're lying. But if the main reason, the main driver behind it is, you know, to help other people, then the money will come. And you know, especially when you've got a good product um, and number of products yeah. like you guys do. So is it, was there anybody or is there anybody, Oh, sorry to cut you off. You go. I was going to say, I mean, it goes back to, I mean, when you listen to, you know, Steve Jobs, you listen to these successful entrepreneurs, they always talk about that passion, doing something that you're passionate about. And if you don't, once things get tough, you probably end up quitting. And that's mm -hmm. probably the same thing that happens with goals. People set goals that don't really matter to them. 
And mm-hmm. when they hit hurdles or obstacles, they end up just going, you know what, this is too hard. Bugger it, we'll just do something different. Mm-hmm. So I think that passion, you'll see that reoccurring with all these stories and all these you know, entrepreneurs and, and leaders or whatever they, you know, athletes, whatever it may be. It's, it's passion. That first thing is that drives them because it's really tough, man. It's, it's tough out there, um, you know, building something, you know, creating something, um, a lot of obstacles. And if you're not passionate about it, you end up giving up very quickly. Yeah, 100%. Um, and when, like, is there people now, or particularly when you started, but is there any influencers or, you know, coaches or people in personal development or whatever that you've, that you still kind of look up to or, or consume their content? Um, you know, there's guys that I, yeah. I listen to and, and females as well. Um, but one of the guys that I'm, I'm really enjoying his content at the moment is Brendan Bouchard and he's huge on this type of stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, he's obviously put out his own yeah. um, planner as well and, um, and he tries to really engrave that into people's routine so yeah is there is there anyone that you still consume their content that you think um that you kind of get ideas from or, or just um find them motivating yeah i mean you can't go far past the godfather you know uncle tony so tony robbins um mm. tony robbins even before i started the business um i remember i had his tape set you know waking the giant um you know unleash the power um so that's where it really started i mean tony robbins i still you know, consume his content i think it's relevant um, in the beginning, he had that stigma associated with him. You can never listen to personal development tapes or, or, or you know, content. It's like, oh, that's not for me. That's, that's that guru stuff. Yeah. Um, but man, the guy knows this stuff, you know what I mean? It's everything that he says makes sense. And, and then for, for many of people, for, for most people, it's not, you know, it's, we know what we should be doing, you know, but we just don't do it. You know what I mean? We listen to, you know, personal development books and read stuff. Um, the content doesn't change too much. You know, the basis, the premise of what we're always quite similar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the fact that most of us don't, you know, can't take that next step, you know, can't put that into play. And that's the biggest thing that sort of frustrates many people. You know, we, we read all this stuff or we listen to it all and it's like it makes sense, but then we just struggle to action it. But, um, yeah, man, can't go past Tony Robbins, man. He's, he's, a, he's love his story, love his background, love his um, enthusiasm. Um, he's, he's a big one right now. Um, even like Tim Ferriss as well. So mm. stuff from Tim Ferriss, practical um, to the point, you know, going through his book now, Tribal Mentors, and, and there's the structure of it. Um, you know, it's not rocket science, but it just sort of, it triggers you. And that's what I look forward to, like in terms of from a day-to-day perspective, I need trigger points. Did you, you know, say, in terms um... of triggers to go back, Sorry, mate. Did you say the name of the book is Tribe of Titans? Uh, Tribe of Mentors. Tribe so of Mentors. Sorry. The, I think it's Tools of Titans. That's what I'm thinking of, I think. He's got the, the red one. So the Tools of Titans, which I've got as well, but I'm going through Tribe of Mentors now, which is it's just short, snappy, to the point. Um, got some really good insight from all these successful individuals. Awesome. That's good, mate. Yeah. And, and, you know, look at someone like Tony Robbins, like you don't get any bigger than Tony Robbins and even still like the content he puts out is to help people over and over and over again. And and the amount of money he makes is absurd, but he's, you know, he's using that for a good purpose and to help others and donating to charities and, and, you know, even, you know, I think, I think it was him or it was one of those big dogs that even like made a book and, and gave it away for free as long as you paid for shipping. So like putting all that time and money into producing the book, I think Brendan did that. Brendan Burkhardt. Um, he, he, always, he always promotes the free books online, like um, the Habit one. And he's, I mean, he's got some great content. But I mean, these guys, I go by a saying that I tell myself and it goes, to love what you do, feel that it matters and make a living from it. What could mm. be better? 
And these guys, you know, they live it, right? They, they love what they do. They're making impact to people's lives and they're making a great living from it. So that's like tick, tick, tick. So um, that's what I always tell people. If you can get into a position where you're doing something that ticks those three boxes, mm. man, then that, that's, that's significance. That's success in my eyes. You know, you're not just pushing stuff to make money. For sure. How, how do we avoid the problem that you brought up before about, you know, there is so much content on social media. There is so many fantastic audio books and books and seminars and everything that we can go to these days and even, you know, online courses and webinars and stuff. How do we avoid, it's not even overwhelmed, but it's just like over-consuming content to the point where you are just consuming it for the sake of it and not putting any of it to action like you've said. I mean, it's a good question and it's popped up right now. I mean, in terms of what we're going through with this COVID stuff, man, content, it's, it's everywhere. There's, everyone's trying to get your attention. Even from your perspective as a personal trainer, there's so many workouts. There. Which one do you choose? Um, so I think, I think the first step is people have to, instead of reacting, they have to take a step back and, 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 and regain that self-awareness, you know, really get to understand themselves better, you know, what their values are, what their purpose is, really look deep inside themselves and find out why, you know, what's important to me. And that's the starting point, that self-awareness is, is the key to self-mastery. Um, so once they can start doing that, then they can sort of filter through at the noise and go, okay, this represents my values, this represents my purpose and my vision, so this is the road I want to go into. So they create their own structure, routine, habits, um, and, it, and it takes a lot of discipline. It's, it's hard not to get sort of taken off track and go, okay, well, that looks cool, um, maybe I'll do that. So it's a lot of discipline and a lot of self-awareness in terms of that. This is the road I'm going down. This is what my definition of success is. And this is what I'm going to keep doing as opposed to just chopping and changing. Mm. So the big thing is, yeah, the people are getting distracted, but they just have to realize, you know, they have to create their own blueprint. So self-awareness, find out what, what triggers you, find out what brings you fulfillment and joy. You know, these are these questions that we just don't ask ourselves a lot. So Going back to basics as opposed to just jumping on now and saying, okay, let's just set goals because in most cases you've set the wrong goals, the ones that don't really matter, the ones that you think you should be setting because everyone else is doing that. So that self-awareness component, that's, that's the building, that, you know, that solid foundation that people have to, you know, really, really start with. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll fall into the same trap over and over. Yeah, and I've even found it myself like I was – about a week ago or maybe two weeks ago now, I said to myself, I was like, oh, I've got this extra time. I'm going to produce more content, even, you know, from a perspective of putting out content. I, I was like, I'll put out more content. I'll do two podcasts a week at least um, and, you know, give people more to listen to and, and get more people listening to my stuff. And to be honest, like I've actually noticed a, a decline in like I thought the numbers would have gone up in terms of downloads, but I've actually yeah. made the decision now to drop it back to once a week because I think for that same reason, like all of a sudden, you know, people know that, you know, for me, like every Tuesday, there's an episode going to come out. So they, they look forward to the Tuesday it comes out, they consume it over a day, two days, however long they decide to, to listen to it. And then it gives them time for a week to actually yeah. put it to action. Whereas now I'm putting one out kind of Tuesday, Thursday or Tuesday, Friday, and people are either not yeah. getting, not, not even doing it because there's so much content there or they're consuming it and not even yeah. doing anything with it. So, um, you know, that was something that I fell, you know, victim to um when i first got into the whole personal development thing i i listened to uh sorry i read one of robin sharma's books and that was the the eye-opener for me that got me on on the path of um looking more into personal development and taking it seriously and 
um, I just went overboard for, you know, probably six months, like was trying to read all these books, like, you know, saw on all these interviews that like, you know, all these successful people read a book a week and all this shit. So I'm, I'm yeah. trying to consume all this content and I'm just like, fuck, I got six months in and yeah. I said to myself, you know, well, I'm really no further yeah. than what I was six months ago. I've just read a fuckload of books. Um, so yeah, yeah that for that, sure that, that can be an that, issue. That, that, that's got it. I mean, that's the issue going forward, like information overload. And then it's like action paralysis. It's like, we know all these things. We know all this stuff. We can search anything we want on Google, read anything we want. But, you know, that paralysis that we have with action because we're doubting ourselves is like, is this the right thing I should be doing? Should I do this? Should I do that? Over, you know, it's like in retail, you give consumer too many choices, they get overwhelmed. You know, you've got a few simple choices, few color options, and that's what that's what it is. And they end up choosing one, they they walk away with it. Whereas, mm. you know, when you also when you go into the food court, I've got that problem. I go walk into a food court, there's all these options in terms of should I have Greek, should I have you know, a burger? And and then all of a sudden I get overwhelmed. And then I have that regret after it's like, oh, I should have chosen the Greek or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just sort of limiting the choices for yourself and being a little bit more self-disciplined and going, you know what, this is the road I'm taking. I don't care about that noise. And that, that's essentially what goal setting is. It's just the roadmap. It's there to help you focus, get clarity and get some sense of direction in your life. Otherwise, we're just sort of overwhelmed with information that we're just not doing anything about it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's sort of stepping back and looking and going, what's the issue here? And the issue is, like you mentioned, just information overload and not knowing what to do with it, not having a good filter process. So for anyone out there, it's like, you know, filter through all the noise and create your own roadmap, create your own set of rules. Um, and that's probably the best thing that can help in this situation, you know, define what success is for you. You know, from a business perspective, it's always been about how much money you can make. But I've had to step back and go, you know what, that's not the point. It's about impact. It's about doing something that gives me choices, something that matters to me. I, you know, I don't want to be stuck working 90, 100 hours a week, um, you know, losing time with my family, getting stressed. You know, that's, that's not really that important. For some people it is, but for me it's not. So I've had to define that so I can make better choices day in, day out. Before we finish the rest of this episode, guys, I wanted to thank today's podcast sponsor, and that is Before You Speak Coffee. You've heard me mention these guys a few times lately in different episodes. And, you know, the first time I tried their sachets, their easy-to-use sachets for instant coffee a few years back was after going to a fitness expo. Now, as I've spoke about with Adam in today's podcast episode, getting shit done is so important when you are trying to strive towards achieving your goals and making sure that your days are productive and you're aligning your habits um, with your current goals so for me staying highly you know energized and making sure that i'm productive throughout the day is of high priority and i absolutely love my coffee so when i tried these guys out um, it, it was easy for me to then go and purchase more products because i was already going to the cafe a shitload and i'm sure a lot of you listening go and buy a number of coffees throughout the day so i thought why not just buy a box of sachets so that when i am at work and i don't have time to go out i can just open up a sachet pour it in some hot water and off we go now the product that i've used the most is called the one the OG. It's gluten-free, dairy-free, um, you know, vegan-friendly. It's 100% natural and no artificial sweetness. It tastes absolutely fantastic. You just mix it with hot water. It, um, you know, when I say it tastes good, if I didn't think it tastes good, I wouldn't tell you it tastes good. Because um, if I don't like the taste of something, then I'll just not use it, regardless of how good it is for you. Which is why, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I never usually have uh, like greens and stuff like that, like green juices and all that type of shit. I just don't do it. Um, but it does give you a strong, clean energy. 
Um, it helps improve your performance, improves mental clarity with the MCT oil um, in the sachets, supports fat loss, reduces inflammation, which is extremely important if you are busy training, um, like I'm sure a lot of you are. You will avoid that post caffeine crash which you tend to get from um, coffees or even pre-workout supplements a lot of the time it helps regulate your stress it will improve your overall health with antioxidants you know the turmeric and it helps reduce inflammation and pain symptoms it will also help improve your gut health and boost immunity and blood glucose regulation which at this current time is extremely important now if you guys want to go and try out these products i've got a link in the show notes below you will get a discount if you go and try them out buy a box Try them out for the next couple of weeks and see what you think. Um, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Um, I, I do believe in this company. I think it's it's a great company. I do thank them for for sponsoring today's episode. I do really appreciate it, and I'd love to hear your feedback on what you think of the coffee, guys. Now, keep in mind that's not the only product they have. They also have a Glow series um, as well, which supports skin hydration, elasticity, and reduces fine lines and wrinkles. It'll also help promote thicker and healthier hair, which is a great one, um, probably for a lot of you girls listening as well. I know this is the type of stuff that you like, so give Before You Speak Coffee a try. The link is in the show notes below. Let me know what you think, and I hope you enjoy the rest of today's episode. That's awesome. And when we, so I want to talk a little bit um, about your actual products, obviously, because um, as I've said at the start, mm-hmm. they've, they've helped me a lot. And I think a lot of people out there could benefit from them as well. So how, yeah. you know, we, we talked now about consuming too much content and I'm a big um, fan of having a daily routine, but I'm also pretty conscious and wary of the fact that you ask someone to do too much shit and they're not going to do any of it. So when you when you are pl- yeah. making your plan, as in you're, you're planning out what's going to be on each page and stuff like that, like how how do you decide? And for those that haven't seen them before, like I wouldn't mind getting you to go over like what's on like a typical page. But how do you decide how much is enough and how much is too much? Like if you open up the page and there's like 15 questions, you've got to fill out four different lists and all this type of stuff. You're just not yeah. going to do it. So too much. what's the yeah. what's the fine line? I mean, and it's, and it's funny you mentioned that before. So when I started this, I mentioned a big fan of Tony Robbins. He had these books out there. He had some like journals, Unleash the Power journals, and they were full of questions. And I, I remember trying to do it and I was just going, this is even too much for me and I love personal development. So for me, it's, it's always been the case of what's going to work for me. And, mm. and I realized quite early on into the business, whatever I'm thinking as an individual, there's millions and millions of other people around the world thinking the same thing. So we're not wired too differently. So it's finding the fine balance between too much and too little. So for me, it's like, what do I need on a personal day? What do, what do I need to sort of trigger? What do I need to think about? And, um, you know, right now I'm using the, I use the 90-day progress journal because it's that daily reflection. I need that sense of control. Um, you know, the diaries, the planners, they're fantastic, but they're weekly. Yeah. So you might do it at the start of the week. Whereas this daily, I need that daily thing just to sort of maintain my anxiety and, and sort of, you know, have some sense of control in the day. So it's like warning. It's like, what am I grateful for? What's my focus for today? How do I want to feel? Um, goals and habits. That's it. Takes me five to 10 minutes. I sit there, I think about it, but it just grounds me, primes me for the day ahead. Um, and then it's like throughout the day, it's like, what's it to do? That's what are your top three. Are there any notes? So I might be listening to a podcast. I might be listening to YouTube and I might take some notes down just to sort of keep me sharp. And then again, at the end of the day, it's, it's a nightly reflection, five minutes, you know, what were the top three wins for today? Um, today I felt good. I felt bad. I felt I could have done this better. So just doing a little bit of journaling there. And then it's like in this moment, I'm feeling, you know, I pause. And it's like I'm feeling gratitude. I'm feeling stressed. Whatever that is, I, I sort of feel it. 
And then the last thing is like looking forward to tomorrow. So I sort of get my hopes up for tomorrow. It's like, well, this is what I'm looking forward to. I'm excited about the day ahead and that's it. Um, that helps me keep focused and grounded and on track. So um, with all the products, it's always been about, you know, having, um, not putting too much in because I understand that when, when there's too much, people just get overwhelmed and they just give up. Mm. You know, developing, getting people into the habit, like developing a, a simple ritual that they need to do every day that helps them. So it's like meditation, five minutes of meditation a day, compounded every single day. It helps. You know, yeah. you don't have to do an hour. You don't have to do two hours. It's like all it takes is five minutes. And if you can do more, fantastic. If not, you know, if that five minutes every single day changes your life essentially. So that's the whole process is like these simple things that help you make the better decisions and do the right thing. That's awesome. And you found that it's had a huge impact on in regards to, you know, success of, you know, your business and, and the productivity to what you want to get done throughout the day. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, me personally, and what I tell people is, you know, I'm, I'm an, I'm a introverted character, um, quite anxious, quite fearful. So I've always had to battle those own inner demons in terms of, you know, even social media, you don't, you won't see me much on social media because there's, there's a sense of anxiety there. Um, so I've had to battle these and this has helped me personally get through it. Um, it's helped me maintain that control because, you know, growing up as well, I had all these big dreams and that. So I'd get off tangent. I'd be like, oh, that's cool. Do that. Oh, that's a cool idea. Let's start a cafe. I'll oh, do that. You know what I mean? So I had to develop these own routines for myself to stick to that main thing. Um, definitely helped. Um, and it's, yeah, you know, for me, it's been a journey of belief. This whole journey of building my goals. In the beginning, it was like very limited. If I can only get this book into one bookstore, how cool would that be? And now, you know, throughout the journey, you, you build that, you build that momentum and then it's all of a sudden, how can we get this all around the world? So um, I think for anyone, it's a journey of belief. And to get belief, you have to take more action and you have to build more momentum. So, you know, if you do more, get out of your comfort zone, that builds that momentum, that belief in yourself. So, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, been, a, it's been a long journey. Mm. hasn't blown up as, as we would have liked it to. You know, everyone wants to have that success for it where it blows up in the next 12, 18 months and, you know, you're on the newspapers and that. But, you know, it's, we've been here since 2010. I started this business. You know, five years, side hustle part-time and then you know the last few years um full-time so it's been there it's been a long one but um you know we're getting there slowly which is good yeah i think uh you know i think you're doing exceptionally well and um you know what what are some of the things you know you mentioned there that you need to get out of your comfort zone and that's something i'm huge about as well um i think going mm -hmm. off what you've said probably doing this podcast maybe by the sounds of it correct me if i'm wrong but maybe something that you're doing that is, is out of your comfort zone, but are there any, yep. any things that you are intentionally doing daily or even weekly at the moment to get outside of your comfort zone? I mean, sales, sales calls. I mean, getting, picking up the phone, messaging people, you know, I think we all struggle with that sort of that fear of rejection. So getting more rejected, if, yep. that, if that makes sense. It's like, you know, putting myself out there. If they say no, they say no, move on. It's a numbers game. So just really training myself better there. Yep. Um, even in terms of content, you know, trying to put out a little bit more content, um, you're just getting out of comfort zone generally, just in general. Um, you know, I'm a very comfortable individual. I like my comfort zone, but anything where I can sort of push out, whether it be one activity or two activities in the day to day, I'll, I'll look at it always, uh, you know, that compounding effect and I've, and I've, and I'm sort of running off the, the, no, the no, always something, always running off, always something as opposed to all or nothing. 
So I've taken that approach over the last six months. It's like always something. If, if I'm having a bad day, mm. what can I do? What one little thing can I do to sort of tick something off? That's a positive. That's taken me one step closer to a goal that I've set. So I've taken that approach and that seems to be helping. What, you know, you just said that if you're having a bad day, what are some of the things that you do to try and bring yourself back to centre and bring yourself back on track if you are, you know, if it's 10.30am and your day's off to a, an absolute shocker, do you let that get to you for the rest of the day or are there things, you know, it might be using your products, it might be um, meditation or what it is, like are there certain things that you do to bring yourself back? Well, I've got three habits that I work off every day. So I've got three really simple habits and you're probably going to laugh at this because it's um, literally, it's, it's meditate for five, that's one yep. habit. And then I got better myself for 20. So that might be reading for 20 minutes or more or, you know, watching a YouTube clip. And the last one is move for 20 minutes. So my goal is in terms of health and fitness have changed dramatically since I was, you know, wanting to be a professional athlete. It's more about just moving, you know, just if it's, you know, back before this COVID thing, if I was going and playing nine holes of golf, that's, that's exercise for me. If it's playing for my kids, that's exercise. So mm-hmm. those are those three things that I tick off. Um, simple to get done but that gives me that momentum. So if I'm having a bad day and, and I only get those three things done, I still look at it as a pro, you know, as, as some sort of progress. Um, if I'm struggling, really struggling, it's just like, you know what, take a breather, you know, go for a walk, put on some TV, listen to some music, just change my state as, as quickly as I can. You know, yeah. um, you know, talk to family, talk to my, you know, just change the whole thing and, and really think it through and go, what's the worst that could happen? You know, why am I feeling like this? So question a few things. Um, so sort of, I, I, I try to act as my own little life coach um, throughout the day, throughout the week. Yeah. And, and that's the best, you know what I mean? Best way to approach it. I mean, perfect world. We'd love to all have personal trainers, life coaches. Yeah. But I think we have to be a little bit more disciplined right now and sort of take it upon ourselves to be our own life coach. Well, that's it. You can't always coach. rely on someone else. And the more you can get to the point where you're able to rely on yourself, you're able to know that if you're off to days off to a shit start, then it doesn't mean it's going to be a shit day. If no. you, even I think it's important as well. This is something I've tried to tried to do it myself. Is that when things go extremely well, like recognize it, be appreciative of it, and you know it's it's all exactly. fantastic. But don't get too high with the highs as well. Like don't get to the point where you are so invested in the fact that you've had a small win, or so invested in the fact that things are going perfectly that you stop doing the stuff that got you there in the first place. Or um, you you know, as soon as something goes bad, all of a sudden you think you know your life's fucked. Well, it's not. It's just it's just a small bump in the road, and and the more you can kind of stay neutral, I think the better. Hundred percent. And there's there's two things that that help me through at those times that you just mentioned. There's an acronym that I use. It's called RAM. R A M. So reflect, acknowledge, move. So instead of, you know, I take time once a week, once a day, depending how I feel, it's like reflect on, you know, my wins, my losses, my lessons learned, mm-hmm. acknowledge them. So whether or not pat myself on the back and go, yeah, that's a good job or say, shit, I should have learned something better and yep. then make plans to move forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then what you mentioned about people getting hard on themselves is because they've got that all or nothing approach. I mean, we see it day in, day out. You know, someone starts, you know, someone's never worked out for a few years and all of a sudden they get back to working out and they try to go to the gym seven times a week. It's just like, and then all of a sudden they, they miss a day or two and then all of a sudden they give up and they go, I'm shit at this. I can't do it. Yeah. Or you have the, you've been stuff. in the gym for, for three weeks after not doing nothing for three yeah. years and you're expecting your body to look completely different. So it's just, yeah. I mean, people have to sort of you know, be a little bit more logical about the whole process and step back and go, it's like, all right, that's not going to happen. Um, you know, the biggest enemy sometimes that we have is ourselves. Mm. It's like we're too harsh on ourselves. We try to be perfect. Whereas it's like that always something approach helps me a lot. It's like, all right, cool. 
Today yeah, wasn't like a perfect that. day, but I made some. I made some progress. And then yeah, you listen to really. Tony Robbins, and he talks about progress equals happiness. And you know, it's whether or not you have a big win or a small win. Even if you have that small win, it's like you know, you feel happy at the end of the day. It's like shit. That was a good day. That was a good email. You know, good email to a distributor, whatever it may be. Yeah. Well, you know, small progress is still progress. That's um, something that I 100%. try and tell all of my clients, you know, there's weeks where I have clients check in and say, you know, this week I only lost one centimeter off my waist. So this week, I, uh, you know, I, nothing really changed physically, but uh, for the first time ever, I stuck to my macros seven days of the week and they're disappointed. And I'm like, yeah. hang on, you've just done something you've never done before. You've made progress. You need to recognize that and, and understand that that's, that is something that's going to continue to move you forward. If we can repeat that, you know, small wins every single week. I say that I feel like I've said this in every podcast for the past month, but I'm a huge believer in, you know, doing the small things exceptionally well on a consistent basis. That's what gets big results. Everyone's always wondering what the, what the, um, you know, what the secret is from successful people or the one thing that they don't know that supposedly all these successful people do know. And that's not the case. It's that they're willing to do the, the things they need to do every single day, even on the days they don't feel like doing it. They just need, they just turn it up. Yeah. That's it. That consistency, right? We always talk about buzzwords, and you know, I, I, I tell people authenticity was this big thing two, three years ago. You know, got to be authentic. But I think consistency, man, that's 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 you nailed it. It's if you can be consistent, because we know what we should be doing. But if you can just do it every single day, that's mm. going to compound, and you're just going to get these results in the end. That's it's the it's not rocket science, but we we make it hard for ourselves. But also going stepping back the thing that we do is we forget the whole point of all this and the whole fo- point is to find some joy, some find fulfillment and find happiness. You know what I mean? We, we sometimes get too bogged down in the results but mm. we just forget to actually enjoy this, you know, this world that we live in. And I think, to, you know, this should be a reminder that it's like, you know, don't get too harsh on yourself. Just enjoy, man. Like make progress, do the best you can and man, enjoy life, man. Find fulfillment, find joy, whatever that may be for you. hundred percent. Mate, before we, we uh, wrap things up, I've really enjoyed this chat. It's been um, great. So thank you for your time. Um, would you be able to tell the listeners um, about like kind of some of the hottest products you guys have got at the moment and the ones that are, um, are selling really well and you think that would make a big difference on, on um, people's lives? Yeah, 100%. I mean, the one that sells really well, obviously, it's a diary. So the, the diaries, you know, 2020 diaries. And the brilliant thing about the diaries, as I mentioned or been talking about, is it gives you those three components, which is that self-awareness component. So that asks you questions about your values, your purpose, your vision. And then not, not in too much detail, so it's not going to scare you off. But then it goes into you know, setting your goals for the year. And then it's got that daily or that weekly routine where you sort of go through your gratitude, your to-do list. So it really guides you throughout the whole year and acts as like your own little life coach. So that's always been our number one product of the diaries. You know, the 2020 planners... Um, and then we've got little get shit done books. So hot sellers, you know, impact, impulse purchases, six ninety five, half to do list, half notebook. Um, brilliant thing about that is, as mentioned, everyone's got a to do list. So this just allows you to stay on top of your to do list, writing the ideas that you might have, fits in your pocket. You know, it's it's like a go to product. And the last one that I want to mention is the progress journal. That's one that I've been using. That's helped me a lot. Is um, it's just a little bit more deep. Is the progress journal. So okay, it's like yeah. a 90 day progress journal. Um, and, the, and the idea behind that is if you need a little bit more control, you need a little bit more structure, routine, like daily, then this is the perfect product. So it runs you through that morning priming section, then it gives you a to-do list and it gives you that nightly reflection. 
So if you're just consistent with that and using it, you see that you know you see that you'll make progress over 90 days essentially. So I really like that product because it just helps me ground my day and and, and organize my day and, and get most out of it. That's awesome, mate. Well, like I've said, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I appreciate it, man. And um, thanks for Pleasure. thank you for starting my goals, mate. I've I've really no, enjoyed the, you, the products, and um, as I said, I reckon it's going to have a big impact on uh, a lot of people's lives. Anyone that gets the product, it gets any of your products. Um, and even, you know, look, to be perfectly honest, even if they're not using your products, even if they've heard this this content right now, and that makes yeah. them get out their own little diary that they've got at home or a piece of paper and start writing things down. In the end of the day. You know your purpose, your your passion, your why is to help people. So if you're doing that, 100%. regardless of how it's happening, then um, that's a win. Yeah, and, and like you said, I mean, it doesn't have to be our product. I mean, it could just if you find out a routine, a structure that works for you, then do it. And that that's all that matters, really. I mean, I I started this to help me find my own structure and routine, and this has helped me. So yeah, it, it doesn't have to be. It could be a blank notebook, a piece of paper, whatever works for you. Do it. You know what I mean? Just ingrain that into your day to day habits, and and you'll see the results. It's going to take a lot of hard work. So just, that's just a reminder as well. That's it. You know, things are going to happen overnight. So, you know, be prepared to get uncomfortable. That's it. Man. Nothing, nothing worth having comes easy. hundred <laughs> percent, man. But Danny, mate. appreciate the chat, man. It's been, it's been a pleasure as well. Oh, absolutely. Pleasure to have you on, mate. Um, like I said, I appreciate your time. Um, thanks very much. And guys, if you have enjoyed um, today's episode with Adam, which I'm sure you have, please do take a screenshot um, of today's episode and post it up on your Instagram story for me. Um, tag myself, um, tag Adam. I'll have the, the My Goals link in the show notes as well so you, go, you can go and check out their products and um, pick one up for yourself. This is, couldn't be a better time to if you're not already doing it to, to get into the habit of journaling and setting small goals and long-term goals yeah. as well and, um, and start to really take control of um, how your days go. So um, thank you very much, mate, and thank you guys for listening. Um, we'll chat to you again in next week's episode.